Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. So I'm preaching this message because of the campaign we have launched by a church building for the Lord. And the title of this message is Attempt Great Things for God. Or Attempting Great Things for God. That is the part that many Christians fall short. Oh yes. Many Christians are waiting for God to tell them to do something. But believe me, it doesn't happen that often. Oh yes. For God to tell you to do something, that is like 10%. Yes. Because he has already spoken by his word. Give me my Bible, please. By his word. By his word, he has taught us what pleases him and what does not please him. By his word, he has told us his priority, his purpose. He's taught us what he's doing. Like for his, by his word, he has told us that he's building his church yeah. on earth. He's not building corporations, not building countries. It is his church that he's building. Of course, if a corporation or a, a country invites him in, he will help him. But his motive and his plans are not for a country. But it's for his church, his people, his kingdom. You understand? So he has, because he has already spoken, there isn't anything new to really say. You see, when I meet Bishop Ayi, my words and my conversation with him is very few. Many a times, many a time, believe me, 70% of the time is just to say, Bishop, I've come to say hello. I've come to greet you. You see, I was trained that if you are dealing with authority or your parents or people, who are in the, every now and then you must go and greet them. You, so 70% of the time, go and say, I've come to greet you. Maybe you understand, but my, my local language is like, I've just come to say hello. So I've come all the way just to say hello. I didn't call, I didn't test. 70% of our conversation. There's nothing like he tells me, go and do or don't do. Why? Because he has Bishop Dark has already spoken. He has already written the books. Do I to know how church grew? He's written a book on it. How to start a church? He's already written a book on it. He's preached a whole camp meeting over 24 hours of talking on that subject. So what new there again? Do you get it? So it's the same with God. He's already spoken and he's made his word available. So many of the things he won't tell you. Amen. Only like 10%. Even that 10%, half of that 10%, he won't tell you. He will put it in your heart. In your mind. In your heart. Heart means he'll give you the thought. So it's up to you to use it or not. It is only less than 5% that he will speak. 
specific to you in terms of what to do and what not to do. That's why you can mark it. People who follow God say, God say, when you watch the fruit, they have no fruit. They have no real fruit. I'm not saying people hear from God. Anybody who hears from God will have fruit. Because whatever you hear from God, when you do it, it will be your advantage. But I'm, not, I'm trying to say people who always try to say everything is like God say, God say. Sometimes if you, if you listen to them, it will be like, ah, is God confused? Or isn't this person? Please, do you understand? So that is where a lot of Christian miss it. Or a lot of Christian feel because they are always trying or want God to tell them something, which many a time God has already told them by His word. Jesus said, The Holy Spirit will not speak of Himself, He will lead you into all truth unto me. So, truly, when the Holy Spirit comes, He's not even bringing any new thing. Maybe specifically what is hidden or what your mind or in your case, that's all. Praise the Lord Jesus. So one of the things many Christians miss with God is that they themselves would decide because of their love for God or the needs for the people of God or the needs of the church to do, attempt something or meet that need for God. And normally, any need of a church, of a Christian, is a great need. That is why it has not been met. So many at times, we refuse to attempt to do something great for God. And many at times, God just watch us. Because all our life, we try to do something great for ourselves. We are always trying to do something great for ourselves. Isn't it? Yeah. When you have Vauxhall, Safira. You want to try and get uh, the bands wherever. Because I hear we say it. We say that this is my dream car. Meaning, in your case, it's something great. But you do all things. My dream house, my dream holiday. You always try to achieve something great from the normal for yourself. So it's the same when it comes to God. He's watching us. There are things he won't tell us. He's watching you to see whether you do. So today I've come to tell us that we should attempt to do something great for God. In connection to buy the church building, it's an attempt to do something great for God. It's that simple. God did not tell me anything. I told you people, I don't know whether I told you people or some of you that I believe this is a campaign that will succeed. I believe we can buy a church building by soliciting of what? Fans. But we ourselves donating towards it. It's that simple. It's an attempt to do something great for God. Because if we are able to have a church building, even this size for God, it's a great thing. Because there are thousands, please don't misunderstand, we are not complaining, but there are thousands of churches in London alone that every week scramble over uh, church halls. That many after 10 years will not exist and another thousand so it's not a small thing. Please. And with God, it's possible. Because the Bible clearly told us that with God, all things are possible. Is that simple? And the Bible has also told us that, it said the Holy Spirit will what? Help us. You, you, you understand? Several times we see in the Bible that he'll say, what do you have? I think I've thought of something. Just bring what you have. Amen. So, we are attempting to do something great for the Lord. But what great thing? 
buying or building a church building, a place of worship, a habitation of the Lord for him. Amen. And many people don't realize in the Bible that most of the great things that were achieved in the Bible, that God said he was proud about that blessed the people. It is not God who said they should do it. It is the people that find it important, necessary, and decided to do this thing for God. And it was truly for God. For example, uh, it's, it's littered throughout the Bible. For example, thank you, Holy Ghost. The woman, the woman who broke the alabaster bottle, Jesus did not ask him to come and do that. He, she found the need and broke the bottle and used the oil. Bible says it is expensive to the extent that people were criticizing that all this could be used to feed the poor. But Jesus said, no. She's doing the right thing. Because he said, the poor, you will always have. Before I came, there's a poor, and after poor, I'm gone. But what you don't know is that this woman is preparing me for my bearer. She, Jesus needed to be prepared for her, his bearer. But he never, or God never spoke to anybody or the woman. But the woman decided and realized that the Messiah deserved this great thing to be spent all this no no when the bible that god spoke to the woman or gave the woman a dream or a vision please do you understand she herself she herself broke what she knew it's almost a whole year's what wages amen and for example nehemiah we know Nehemiah went to build the what? Walls of Jericho. You will see from the Bible that God did not tell Nehemiah to build the walls of Jericho. God never asked him to build the walls of Jericho. But meanwhile, when you read the Bible from, let's say from Saul, you will see clearly that the Bible says God, out of the whole world, he's chosen only one city, Jerusalem as his city so jerusalem believe me on earth is a land that is precious to god because god has chosen there to be his city you you can't be jealous you can fight it's your own problem even we human beings we have things or places we've chosen rooms we've chosen as a special place so the Bible says Nehemiah himself, when he heard that the walls of Jerusalem are in rooms, he himself began to pray and seek God. And he himself took step in building the walls of Jericho, uh, Jerusalem. God did not ask him. God did not speak to him. So you see that he saw the need and he desired it. And he attempted to do this great thing. One man attempted to build the walls of Jericho and he succeeded. Because that is God's heart. That is God's city. God has already spoken about Jerusalem. That it is his city. His food to the extent that even the rapture. When Christ comes, we will go there. Please, do, do you understand? Let, let me show it to you in the Bible. Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 1 to 4. 
Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. Amen. Nehemiah chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. The words of Nehemiah, son of Hakaliah, in the mouth of Kislev in the twentieth year, while I was in the citadel of Susa, Hanani, one of my brothers came from Judah with some other men, and I questioned them about the Jewish remnants that had survived the exile, and also about Jerusalem. They said to me, those who survived the exile and are back in the province are in great trouble and disgrace. The wall of Jerusalem is broken down and its gates have been burned with fire. When I heard these things, I sat down and wept. For some days I mourned and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. Amen. Read 11 to. Mm-hmm. Lord, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of this your servant and to the prayer of your servants who delight in revering your name. Mm. Give your servant success today by granting him favor in the presence of this man. Amen. Amen. So, not God didn't say anything about Jer- Nehemiah. Hallelujah. Nehemiah was living good. He was serving in the parliament. Amen. Today we will call it. Yes. He was among the top people. But when he heard that Jerusalem, the city of God, was in ruin, yes. the walls were broken. Yes. Bible says he wept and he cried. Mm-hmm. And he prayed that God should give him favor before the king. The man is the king. So that the king will give him the help and the support Amen. he needs to build Jerusalem. Amen. So God never sent him. That's why Nehemiah is in the Bible today. That's why we are. He saw the need that the walls of Jerusalem, yes. the city of God, must be built. No yes. one was thinking about it. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. And read the two for me. Jeremiah chapter two. Amen. Read from the one to four. So the reason why we read the Nehemiah chapter 1 for you to show that not like God spoke to him, not like he had a vision. Uh-huh. Amen. Nehemiah chapter 2 verse 1 to 4. Mm-hmm. In the month of Nisan, in the 20th year of King Artaxerxes, when wine was bought for him, I took the wine and gave it to the king. I had not been sad in his presence before. So the king asked me, why does your face look so sad when you are not ill? This can be nothing but sadness of heart. I was very much afraid, but I said to the king, May the king live forever. Why should my face not look sad when the city where my ancestors are are buried lies in ruins and its gates have been destroyed by fire? The king said to me, What is it you want? Then I prayed to the God of heaven. And I answered the king, If it pleases the king and if your servant has found favor in his sight, let him send me to the city in Judah where my ancestors are buried so that I can rebuild it. Amen. Amen. Note, we read the beginning. God has here asked unity. He saw that the city of God, Jerusalem, was broken. The walls are ruined. And he decided, he prayed, and he went to ask the king. Note, it wasn't a small thing. Did you read and did you notice I was afraid? I was afraid. Because first of all, is this king, this kingdom that destroyed Jerusalem? And you are serving before the king. And you are coming to tell you want to go and build the wall. The wall is also used as protection and as security. Yes. So it is a likelihood that you'll be accused of treason. Oh, yes. Because why do you want to? You yourself, you are in exile. 
So it wasn't a small thing. Yeah. He was afraid. But yes. I see, when he heard that the city of God, Jerusalem, the walls, he was crying. Yes. He fasted. He didn't see why it should be so. So he took the risk. So it wasn't a small thing. So in fact, if you remember when we studied Nehemiah, you see that one of the threats when he started building, they are going to tell the king that he's building the wall to rebel. Yeah. Yes, because wars yes. are used for rebellion. But you can't enter the city. Yeah. So yeah, it wasn't yeah. a small thing. So you see, God didn't say anything. He attempted Hallelujah. and he succeeded. I'm saying this to say that we are also attempting to do something greater for God. Amen. All since we started this church, we've been attempting. Maybe yes. you don't know. And by one by one, God has been helping us. We even attempted, attempted to have a track uh, for Jesus the answer. And we succeeded. Amen. And it's been more than two years now. Yes. Yeah. We yeah. don't struggle to run it. Yeah. Amen. So we are attempting to build a church for God. Nehemiah knew he couldn't do it. He counted on God and he went to ask for the help. If you continue to help, read. He asked for the things he needed yes. and he was given. Yes. That same way, we are also going to ask and we are asking because I believe they are good people. I believe they are people that God will touch their heart. I believe that they are people that will say, oh, that's a wise decision. But remember, it took prayer Amen. And fasting before. Yes. So, but the main point I want you to notice, not like God came and said, I hear yeah. God say, then do it. No gimmicks. No. No gimmicks. No. Because, see, there's a scripture that says, if God hasn't said anything, and you say, yes, say, he, God will make sure it won't come to pass. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you see, he attempted it. And if you continue to read it, he built the walls of Jerusalem. Yes. He built it successful. Listen to a lot of great pastors. Only few will you hear them say, God came on an angel can say, I've called you, I'm sending you through all the walls of the world. In fact, many of the people who say that, they, you see that they are very tiny, mm -hmm. fruitful-wise. Mm -hmm. I mean, as we can see, only God knows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because, you see, there's an issue when you are dealing with God, he, he likes it when it comes with faith. Yeah. Faith. So Jesus said to the woman, when Thomas said, I believe, say, now you believe. But blessed are See. they who have not seen, seen but, but believe. believe. Yeah. Amen. Do you get it? When we are a thousand people and we say we are buying chairs, it's easier for you to believe. Because you say, well, when everybody yeah. even donate this amount, Please, you understand? So there's an inside of faith. That's why a lot of things God will not tell you, but he has showed you already yes. by his word. And apart from faith, there's also a side of love. Because to demonstrate your love for people, you think of them, their need, and you begin to act and do things in favor of the person without the person loving, uh, asking for it. Oh, yes. You see, it, now many do it without understanding. But they, like many people think, oh, birthday of my partner, I'm going to look for a shirt to buy. That's why you can buy a present for your own partner at his or her birthday and they don't like it. Because you just did, you don't understand yeah. the purpose. It yeah. is done out of love. So you, yeah. knowing the person, you figure out what the person actually needs. 
yeah. you are meeting that need by giving that person a present. Yes. Oh, yeah. That is what it means, not the present. Yeah. That is what it needs. Yes. So now we do it and it doesn't serve it people because we don't understand it. Yes. Yes. To think of as he's coming, what will he eat? Hey, how? Hey, it costs 70 pounds to cut, do her hair. Me, only 10 pounds. That's a lot of money. How do I support her? That is love. Yes. That is love. Yeah. So, to, to, and when we are dealing with God, he always wants to see these two things. Love and faith. Because say, even if you burn your own body and you have no love, you gain what? Nothing. Yeah. And Jesus said, he yeah, said, the greatest it. command is what? Love the Lord thy God with all your heart. Yes. So there are things he will look at you. In fact, God can even give us as a church one million. And he won't say anything. Watch what we will do with it. Because what we do will show our love for him, Hallelujah. his kingdom, his mm, people. Yes. I know a man of God, his church grew up. Today that church does not exist. Mm. The church grew up miraculously and they had millions. And instead of buying a church building, went to use the money for crusade. Crusade costs loads of money. In the million, the tracks, the yes. yeah. After the crusade, that was it for the church. That was it for the church. You are a pastor in United Kingdom. Why go to Nigeria for a crusade? Is that where God has sent you to win souls? Wow. What is the motive? Your church doesn't have a permanent place. Where you are today, they can say we are using it for something. We give you two man notice. Everybody, don't you try to secure? Yes. Exactly. So that the point is you could see clearly the great story of Jeremiah, the restoration of the walls of Jerusalem was by a man yes. who decided yes. to do that thing for God. He was okay. He served before the king. If you even listen to what the king said, it means they are so happy with him. He said, ah, we've never seen you with such a face. Yeah. This one, there, there's something eating you. What is it? Yes. Mm. But I said, how can, it, how can the walls of Jerusalem be ruined, broken down, and yeah. nobody is thinking about it? Yeah. So we are also attempting Hallelujah. a great to achieve something Amen. great for God. Yes. And in the name of Jesus, we will achieve it. Yeah. So I'm just saying Amen. this to say that this is not anything, uh, it's not even ambitious for it to be over ambitious. No. No. We are attempting now to buy a church building for yes. God. Is it, is this, is it, can it be wrong? No. Can, can we be at the lost? No. no. Can, can we? No. Yes, the roads may be what? Muddy. Because even some people I send messages have sent me tests insulting me and things. Oh, yes, I can show it to you. Yeah. There are some you haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and if you also should send it to all, all your people, I'm sure you get at least some. Because it is like that, yeah. yeah. Even and to your surprise, even some of them claim they are Christians and preachers. Yeah. So what? But it's Nehemiah showed us. God has showed us the way. He has showed us with Nehemiah, and his Christ. Uh, the Jesus said, "The gate of hell, fight against what the church." That verse I explained to you that this gate of hell, devil has many children. You, you understand? So you see this great story, not like God came and said anything wonderful. No, no, no. He saw the need. We can all see the need for having a church building. Yes. 
Why sit down? Why sit down? Whilst we can attempt yes. to achieve it now Amen. for the Lord. It's not for us. Amen. My name will not be on it. Your name will not be on it. Mm-hmm. 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 We will leave it and be gone. Mm. But it's for the Lord. Hallelujah. And his people. But of course, we will also benefit from it. There's a lot of benefit. We'll benefit both physically and what? Spiritually. You see, the moment you even have a church building, it gives you some stability. It makes people trust in you as a pastor. Not like you've appeared to disappear, but you've Mm. come to stay. Amen. Amen. The the Bible says, as for man, he judges by appearance. Mm. So a church with a building brings about certain appearance of judgment in the favor with Mm. the church. Mm-hmm. Please, do you understand me? Yes. Yeah. Humans are funny, but that's the truth. But they are not funny for nothing. It's also because of certain experiences. Yes. Praise the Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. Look, David, in First Chronicles, yes. we know that, 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 that thing that David decided to go and bring the Ark of the Covenant. Amen. Amen. God didn't tell him anything. God did not ask him to go and bring anything. He himself saw that he is blessed. He is there. But the ark of covenant that God gave them that say is the presence of God. It's not in the city of God. It's somewhere. Because remember, God made them build a tabernacle yes. just to keep the Ark of the Covenant yes. in the holies of Noah. So that I said, there I will dwell among you. Amen. And if I know it's wrong, we must bring it. We must bring it. So you see that he decided yes. to achieve this great thing. God never said anything. God was watching them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please read it for us. And um, which one? First, First Chronicles, Chronicles, please. Chapter 13, verse 1 to 5. Amen. Mm -hmm. First Chronicles chapter 13, verse 1 to 5. David conferred with each of his officers, the commanders of thousands and commanders of hundreds. He then said to the whole assembly of Israel, if it seems good to you, and if it is the will of the Lord our God, let us send word far and wide to the rest of our people throughout the territories of Israel, and also to the priests and Levites who are with them in their towns and pasture lands to come and join us. Let us bring the ark of our God back to us, for we did not inquire of it during the reign of Saul. The whole assembly agreed to do this because it seemed right to all the people. So David assembled all Israel from the from the Shihor River in Amen. Egypt. Amen. So he said, note, not like God says, if it seems good to you, if you think it's a good idea, mm-hmm. let us gather mm-hmm. and go and bring the Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. Because see, when Saul was the king, he didn't even bother. Yeah. See, with no coffee in the reign of Saul, when yeah. he was a king, when he was charged, his heart wasn't about those things. No. And indeed, he did bring the Ark of the Covenant. Yes. That was the, that was the, when he succeeded, that was when he danced, and the Bible says he was almost naked, and the wife, yes. the fool, was laughing at him, trying to ridicule him. Yeah. That was how he was buried, the Bible says. Yes. So you see, it's not like God said, go and bring the Ark of the Covenant. Meaning, so time, so did a mistake. Yes. 
Because the ark of the covenant is the presence of God. That yes. must be in their midst. Yeah. They didn't quite, they neglected it. Yeah. Yeah. But the point I want you to note is not like God told him to. Mm-hmm. So when Bible says David or God says, a man after my heart, these are some of the reasons. Yeah. Oh yeah. Someone who think about you will be concerned about you. Amen. Will be concerned about your needs. Amen. Believe it. Amen. Yes. He, he, not like God said, uh, go and bring the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. In fact, you will see this same David. He decided to build a church for God, a temple for God. God is not God who asked him. He decided to build a temple. Yes. That is why God has to step in and say, please, don't build no. me any church. Yeah. In my mind, in my plan, it's your son who will build me what? The church a church. Yeah. But the Bible went to say, but because you've thought like this, because you've decided, yeah. I will establish your house forever. I will build you a house forever. That is why even, that is one of the reasons why even when he was overthrown, because that should have been his end, but he was brought back. Because yeah. there's no way David could have stand against the counsel of Ahitophel. No. And remember, Absalom had the country. He was he had the country, so he was rather pursuing David. Mm-hmm. David move. Yes. Please you understand. So you see that not like God told him to build a temple. In fact, when you read the scriptures, it says like David was there and he said, Look how I'm living in a good house, a comfortable house. And the ark of the covenant is in a tabernacle. Because when they brought it, they put it in and said, No. It's I, not right. Call me prophet. We have to build a church for God. We, we can't keep coming in and every day we rush. When even all your poor, we are scared. When even no, we no. have to go to people's yeah. house to pray. Yeah. We cannot even meet here to rehearse. Wow. We cannot come and lie here. We can't have Bible studies. When we feel like even drinking coffee, we cannot because we have to go. Wow. Every day when we wear white shirt, we must pack. It, it cannot continue yeah. like that. No. Why don't we get a permanent place for Amen. the Lord? Yes. Yeah. Do, do, yeah. Amen. Do, do we have to wait for God to tell us? But Amen. many Christians, that's the problem. Mm. There are even those who oppose the pastor when he say, let's build, let's attempt something great for the Lord. Let's do this for the Lord. Oh, yes. For example, those are asked to write their name. When you take away my family, less than six people wrote their name. Yesterday, I sent a test for all of them to give me their availability. Only one gave me her availability. Mm-hmm. Only one. These are those who put their name down. Yes. Let's attempt something great for God. Amen. You have nothing to lose but all to gain. Yeah. God is very real. You see, when you're a member of this church and you don't believe God is real, you are sick. It's true. Because if you look at the things that happen Amen. in here, yes. do you think it's me? Wow, it's true. Yeah. We are lucky to have the tangibility of God. Yes. It's not me. It's not me. Please, it's not me. If it's me, you see me holding a placard. <laughs> and I'll be saying, do this, and I will demonstrate something to you. Oh, if it's me. Yeah. I did marketing, business administration at uni. So I know how to market things. But you see, the work of God, you don't market it. No gimmicks. Leave the Holy Spirit. I'm saying, if it is me, I know how to market this thing. Because 
After, even like Tuesday, I lay hands on people and it's not the same thing that happened. It's not me. But if it's me, there are no sure what I do, what I want it to happen. That's what will happen. So then I can market it. Yeah. yeah. I also say, you want me to, I can deliver you thousand pounds. Oh, that's it. Thousand pounds. And the thousand pounds, this is to me. To me, you are paying it. You are sowing a seed in my life, in my ministry, not the church. <laughs> eh, we hear people say that. You are sowing a seed in my, I know, you are protected. See, that's one thing when you are in a good house. A good house protects you from a lot of evil. You see, so when you are in a good church, yeah, a yeah, lot of yeah, evil yeah, you don't yeah. see because it's not in your church. Amen. But hmm. if you are in a bad church or you've been roaming around, you yeah. encounter all these yeah, things. Yeah, it's true. So I said, this is a prophet's seed at my feet. This one is my seed. Bring thousand pounds. Bring thousand pounds. And I say, bring thousand pounds and you get married. You marry. Bring thousand pounds. Oh, we hear them do it all the time. In fact, if it doesn't happen, I can't even blame you for that. It did not happen. Yeah. <laughs> I can't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. I, can, I can simply, you are doubting. Even the way you are questioning, you see, you are doubting. That is doubt. And I'll show you a scripture that because the doubt, they began to it sink. Work. Yeah. That's all. Wow. Case closed. Your thousand pounds is gone. Free. Wow. Oh, uh-huh. But God is real. Why fake what is real? Why hmm. fake what is real? Hmm. Amen. Let, let's read it. Look at First Chronicles chapter. Oh, we've read First Chronicles. Yes. Look at Second Samuel chapter seven, verse one to three. Amen. David. So I'm trying to say that what we are attempting to do for God is a great thing. It, it's nothing. Amen. There's nothing wrong with it, and we have nothing to lose. And we, we must pray and put in our efforts and yes. our resources to Amen. make sure. It will succeed. For if you succeed, it will be for our good and for the good of our generation and for the good of the kingdom of God on earth and for the body of Christ. Because it means that the next generation that will come in the church don't need to achieve anything by building a house. They can be achieved by sending pastors to all those small town villages. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Please read it for us. Second Samuel chapter 7, verse 1 to 3. Mm-hmm. After the king was settled in his palace and the Lord had given him rest from all his enemies around him, he said to Nathan the prophet, Here I am, living in a house of cedar, while the ark of God remains in a tent. Nathan replied to the king, Whatever you have in mind, go ahead and do it, for the Lord your God is with you. So Amen. no, too. This is when he was doing well, when God has blessed him. Mm-hmm. Many, they even forget God then. But that's when he realized, ah, even me, the king of God's people, look at my house. House of Cedar, meaning a good house. Wooden walls. And he said, what? But what? The Ark of the Covenant. It didn't sit well with him. No, God has not come to say anything to him. Yeah. He decided. Yeah. And he told Prophet Nathan, otherwise, continue to, I want to build for the Lord. And Nathan said, It's a good idea. Do it. Whatever is in your heart, meaning his thoughts. Yes. Amen. For years, I've been asking Ruda to do this for me. I was thinking, 
her, her story would be nicer. But she never did it. To one day I have to wake up and say, let's do this thing. Am I lying? Let's do this thing. Mm -hmm. I was thinking it would be better to say that she is raising fine to buy a church building for his, past, his father's what? Church for his father has been struggling, always carrying cases, bags, in and out. Mm -hmm. I'm not blaming nothing. But one day I realized, listen, we can't do it. Mm -hmm. we, we can't do it. Mm -hmm. We can't attempt it. Mm -hmm. There's no harm in trying. Mm -hmm. We will never lose. We will never lose. And if we give it all our heart, God is backing us and will back us. Amen. Amen. Continue reading it for me. But that night the word of the Lord came to Nathan saying, Go and tell my servant David, this is what the Lord says. Are you the one to build me a house to dwell in? I have not dwelt in a house from the day I brought the Israelites out of Egypt to this day. I have been moving from place to place with a tent as my dwelling. Wherever I have moved with all the Israelites, did I ever say to any of their rulers whom I commanded to shepherd my people Israel, why have you not built me a house Amen. of cedar? So Amen. God was saying, David, oh. you've thought to build me a house. Oh. I haven't asked you. And from the day that we, we, I started working with you, all the people who have come, yeah. right from Moses, apart from Moses build the temple, said, no, no, I have not asked any of them to build me a house. In other words, including you, what? Mm. David. God wasn't blaming him, but he was trying to show us how no one thought that, how no one imagined that, how no, no. one crossed anyone's heart. How would I know? Because the end of the, when you read 11, jump to 11, he told David that because he has this, he will yeah. establish his house. Amen. 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 Mm. Um, and have done ever since the time I appointed leaders over my people Israel, mm. I will also give you rest from all your enemies. So he told them, so, blah, blah, because I will give you rest, what? From, from all, all your, enemies. your enemies. Amen. Amen. Finish it. Also, the Lord telleth thee. Also, God is telling you that he will make thee a house. Yes. The Lord declares to you that the Lord himself will establish a house for you. No, David has a house. So what he said, he will establish a house. Yes. He will establish David forever. Amen. I've thought, I don't know if I've thought Amen. that. Your life is like a house. Yeah. 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 Just Amen. anyone who built his house upon this world is like building his life. Yeah. Amen. So in other words, because you've thought about this, even though I don't want you to do it, we know the risk. I say you've shed too, shed much, too blood, much blood, and your son will do it for me. But because of this, none of the people have thought about that. Mm. I will establish you forever. Yeah. Your house forever. Remember, he was in a cider house when he was saying yeah. it. So it doesn't mean a physical house. Yeah. Yeah. Forever. Mm. That's why his kingdom indeed reigned forever. And even uh, when yes. Solomon misbehaved, yeah. he still left one. Yeah. yeah. For him. Yeah. But the point I'm trying to make is not like God came and said, build me a house. That's why God was trying to say, none of the people. He saw the need. But he said, ah, look where I'm living. And the ark of God, where we meet, is in a tent. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, what is wrong with us? Can't we see? Mm -hmm. wow. Why not build a house for our God? Yeah. You see, so 
God does not necessarily need to tell us everything because he's already told us his heart. Yeah. His heart. Yeah. See, let's be honest, like this church. Nobody, if you're a member of the church, if you're a member, not like people who come, you know, we have levels of members, but if you're a member of the church and you've been in the church committed for more than six months, you know what I am. So if somebody is able to come and convince you whether I'm good or bad, you have a problem. Yes. Because you know me, believe me. Yeah. You know what I am. Yeah. So we all know, I'm just saying this to say, as you walk with God, as you read the Bible, you know what God's God like, his priority. You know his purpose. Yes. Please, you understand. So once again, see that, listen, it didn't hurt David. It didn't hurt him when he attempted to build what? A house. Even though he, God told him not to build it. But you see that even though God told him not to build him, God bless him for that thought, for that intention. Yeah. And not like God didn't need a house. God needed a house. That's why I said, you've been moving me up and back. But it's not like I'm a fool. Your servant, Solomon, your son, is the one who built me a house. And Solomon indeed built a house. God didn't tell Solomon, but David told Solomon that God there was in the Bible say, I wanted to build a house for the Lord, but the Lord said no, because I've shed too many blood. So therefore, my son, build the house. And Bible says, God, David gave Solomon all the plans of the temple. Yeah. Yeah. And Solomon's second visit, after he finished building the temple, that was when God visited him for the second time. Yeah. After he finished. Yeah. Let's read that part. Second Chronicles, please. Amen. Amen. Chapter 7, verse 11 to 18. You see that after he finished building the temple, that is when God visited him the second time. So we, we, we are privileged for even us to have this idea and thought is a blessing. Amen. Because ideas and thought do not just come. No. And it, even when it comes, many a times you water it down. Many a times, that moment you are for it, a couple of weeks is gone. Yeah, yeah. So for us even to put it into practice, it's a blessing. Amen. Because it comes with money. So far we spend money. Yes. We spend over 500 pounds. Wow. Oh yes, the flags we bought, the yeah. that machine and all those things. Yeah. And we are going to spend more money to advertise mm -hmm. and all those mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And we need to pray more. The power behind was praying. Yeah. Because the opposer is opposing and will oppose. Mm -hmm. So we have to contend in prayer. Mm -hmm. And even fasting. Yeah. Amen. That's why we started with a fast. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Please read it for us. Second Chronicles chapter mm -hmm. 7, verse 11 to 13. Mm -hmm. When Solomon had finished the temple of the Lord and the royal palace and had succeeded in carrying out all he had in mind to do in the temple of the Lord in his own palace, the Lord appeared to him at night and said, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a temple for sacrifices. Amen. So Amen. no, this is after he has finished what? Building the temple. Yes. That's when the Lord appeared to him that night. Say, I've yes. heard your prayer. You prayed in the temple when they were dedicating the temple. Yes. 
and say, I have chosen this place to put my name. Yes. Here, the name of God is not here. Just that when we are coming, we bring the Ark of the Covenant in His presence. When we are going, we move Him out. But it's not a permanent place. Mm. But he, he likes an habitation where His name is. Yes. We're just, we're, just, we're just coming to the grounds, just stepping foot on the grounds alone. Yes. Yes. And uttering a word straight to the presence of God. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. See, I have a prayer room. And uh, one of the sisters was sick, cancer. And he came to my house. The sister was given. When he came, I told her, I have prayed. I have wake up the whole dawn. I have prayed yes. for you. Uh, you know, I'm working. Let the Holy Spirit lead. But you see, this is that pressure. I said, you just go to the prayer room. Go and sit on the, the chair I sit on. The moment he sat on the chair. The power of God began to move. Wow. No prayer. Because you see, that small room is a place of prayer. That chair was bought maybe eight years ago just for one purpose that I will sit on it and, and pray. pray. Hmm. So, years of prayer. That, that church has never been used for anything. I did not even know. But power was there. The presence Hallelujah. of God was there. Amen. She was screaming everything. Wow. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So when God's name is on a place, if, if one, one day when you come to my house, tell me you want to experience, and I'll try you, okay, when when you come, and we'll ask the Holy Spirit to give you the experience, I'll just let you go into the prayer room Amen. and sit on the chair. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. You see, so when there's a place like Hannah, he just went to the temple, no priest, nothing. She alone cried, and God heard hmm. her prayer. Amen. Because that his name is on it. So I'm yeah. trying to say that, listen, let's achieve, attempt this great thing for God. In fact, Bishop Dark has a book. I've not read it, but I'm going to read it now. It says, attempt great things for God. Amen. Attempt great things. For, yeah, he has a book. Amen. Attempt great things for God. That's the title of yes. the book. So all we are, we are doing in the name of Jesus is attempting this great Greetings thing for God. For God. Amen. And we have nothing to lose but all to gain. When David wanted to and he didn't, so, not like he didn't succeed, he was refused down. He was still blessed for mm -hmm. the thought. For the thought. Yeah. Sometimes we have a word that we say, it is the thought. It's true. But just that, that word too has lost its power. Because it's the thought that can't doesn't mean be disrespectful or dishonor the person. Can you, like, for example, a pastor's birthday? You don't have to give the pastor anything. It's up to you. You are free not to give the pastor anything. But if you decide to give the pastor a yeah. present yeah. on his birthday to honor him, to say, I have you in thought. Say, this is the only time I can give you something. And you give the pastor five pounds. <laughs> yeah. And you say, is the thought that count? Isn't it a dishonor? I'm just trying to let you understand how that word to... Because if truly is the thought that count, you make sure that whatever you're doing for the person, the person will like it. Like, it's something. No, you think of it, five pounds. Wow. It feels like even an insult. No, no, am I lying? Or like, for example, there are 50 people in the church, and you can say, we have a present. We've all contributed money for you. 50 people and uh, 50 i'm giving an example i'm giving an example and they open it the pastor said thank you 
and open it. <laughs> open it and it's 200 pounds in it. But mm -hmm. I mean, everybody gave less than five, five mm -hmm. pounds. Mm -hmm. Or some people gave 10 pounds. Mm -hmm. And some people even gave one pound. So, mm -hmm. you see, you feel like, what, what is this? Yeah. It's not like 50 pounds, th uh, 200 pounds their money. It's a lot of money. But from 50 people, yeah. it even yeah. feels like insult. But yeah. if one person, say, Pastor, for example, oh, this is present for you. You open 30 pounds. It's like, wow. Do, do you get the difference? Yes. But the, 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 50, the 250 rather will offend you. Whilst the 30 pounds will please you. Why? Yeah. Because yeah. the yeah. 30 pounds shows that the thought count. But the 250 doesn't show that the thought what? Count. So when we say the thought count, it's connected to the honor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, I cannot travel and come and bring Joyce, Pastor Joyce, a pound shop perfume and say it's the thought that. And when she say, ah, but you, you boy, you came with a pound perfume. And I say, it's the thought that count, the thought that count. Really? Exactly. Ah, now you understand it. Do, do we get it? Yeah. Uh -huh. It's not true, you see, so everything can corrupt it. You yeah. see how she was backing it. Yes. <laughs> but that's the reality. It's yeah. like, even if I have come and I said, oh, I was in a rush, I couldn't buy anything. She would be disappointed, but not be offended. Mm -hmm. But the one part me saying that, rather, she would be offended, plus disappointed. Now, do, do we get the example? So I'm saying that we can never get it wrong. We are just achieving great things. Yeah. The scripture, the main scripture in in uh, in First uh, Samuel, chapter fourteen, verse six, Amen. Of verse, okay, read the verse one. Then read amen. the six that we used to fast. That God is amen. able, nothing yes. restrain God to say either by few or not. You will see that Jonathan. And it's Ammon Berah, just the two of them, brought victory Hallelujah. to the entire Israel. Yes. You see that it is not God who told him to go anywhere. He thought that so, God is able to. So he said, let's do this. Let's do this. That is when he made the statement. For nothing restrained God. Amen. Amen. To save by many, many or, by, or few. by few. Not like God said on an angel of vision. He thought. Yes. Because he knows the works of God. Amen. He knows the ways Amen. of God. Amen. So based on that, I said, let's try this. Just the two of them. Yes. Please Amen. read it for us. Amen. First Samuel chapter 14, verse, verse 1. Six. Just the one. Then you read the 6 to 7. Mm -hmm. Verse 1, then 6 to 7. Mm -hmm. Now a detachment of Philistines had gone out to the pass at Michmash. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, sorry. One day, Jonathan, son of Saul, said to his young armor bearer, Come, let's go over to the Philistine outpost on the other side. But he did not tell his father. Amen. No, not like God said. He said it one day. He said, yes. let's go. What for? Six to seven. Amen. Read the six to seven. Jonathan said to his young armor bearer, mm -hmm. Come, let's go over to the outpost of those uncircumcised men. Mm -hmm. Perhaps the Lord will act on our behalf. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saving, whether by many or by few. Perhaps God will Amen. act on our behalf. Let's go. Let's try it. Yes. That's simple. Amen. And what was the uh, outcome? 14 to 16. Read the 14 to 16. In that first attack, Jonathan and his armor bearer killed some 20 men in an area of about half an acre. 
Then panic struck the whole army, those in the camp and field, and those in the outposts and raiding parties, and the ground shook. It was a panic sent by God. Amen. It was Amen. a panic sent, sent by, God. by God. But it's not God who initiated. They thought and they say in connection to God. Mm -hmm. For God, remember, they were fighting the lost battle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is where many miss. God, there are things God just expects you that you by wisdom, by love and faith, you will try. You will try. Yeah. You will try. Amen. You will try. 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 A little harder. <laughs> a little bit more. Each time. Try to do more for the Lord. A step further. Amen. As an individual. Amen. And as a church. We have to. Amen. And we've been doing that as a church. And this occasion, we are doing such one. Amen. We, we are trying. Yes, we are. We, we, we are trying. Amen. That by this campaign. Amen. We will build or buy a church building for God. Amen. It's that simple. Amen. I don't see how we can be wrong. Bible says Nehemiah fear. Do you know I fear? Because, oh yeah. Because whenever you think thought comes, what if it's not successful? What if no one patronizes it? Mm, yeah. What if this? It will always come. Yeah, of course. But can it be bad? No, never. Even no. the thought come, you already you've not received anything. You've already spent five hundred. What all the donation you get is four hundred. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, it's for the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Even if we lose, it's for the Lord. Amen. Amen. It, is, it doesn't matter. Amen. But we believe it. Yes. We are trusting God. Yes. Amen. So I'm just saying to say that there is a place with God. I expect you by reasoning, by wisdom, by love, by need, by faith, yes. you attempt Amen. that great thing for Amen. him. Amen. Amen. That we will attempt that great thing for him. Yes. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel. We, we normally say the angel visited him. But see, what we don't know is Daniel was also doing well. Daniel was with the king. We know that, isn't it? But then Bible say, Bible say he was reading the Bible. Yes. Then he found out from the Bible. See what I say? A lot of things God won't tell you because the Bible say he found out from the Bible that by now they should be out of captivity because they were meant to be in captivity for seventy years and it's past seventy years and they were still in captivity. That is when he began to pray and sought God. Yes. Not like God came to tell him anything. He was doing well. Even though they were in captivity, he was with the king. He was doing well. He, even among the officials, the Bible says he was the top. Yes. So he wasn't abiding, but it was for God. Hallelujah. God's people. Hallelujah. So we read all this wonderful story and we think God, God. No, but it's the people. Yes. Because God said, I sought for a man. <laughs> He's looking for a man. It is old. Many a time he will not call you, but based on your desire, based on what you are doing, then he knows he can use you. Then he knows you can be trusted. You're on the same page. Amen. Amen. Let's read Daniel's own. Daniel's own. Then maybe we'll bring it to a close. Uh, Daniel chapter 9, verse 1 to 3. Amen. Amen. Daniel chapter 9, verse 1 to 3. Amen. 
Daniel chapter 9, verse 1 to 3. Mm -hmm. In the first year of Darius, son of Xerxes, a Mede by descent, who was made ruler over the Babylonian kingdom, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood from the scriptures, according to the word of the Lord. No, understood from the scripture, Amen. from the word. Yes. Uh-huh. Given to Jeremiah the prophet. Mm-hmm. That the desol- so he was reading the book Amen. of Jeremiah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That the desolation of Jerusalem would last 70 years. Mm-hmm. So I turned to the Lord God and pleaded with him in prayer and petition, in fasting and in sackcloth and ashes. I prayed to the Lord my God and confessed. Amen. Amen. So basically, you could see, Amen. he found as he was reading the word, mm-hmm. then saw that, ah, Jerusalem and the captivity must be 70 years after we should return. Jerusalem must be built. So yeah. why? Yeah. Then yeah. he decided to what? Pray. Yes. Not like God come and said to him, Daniel, come and pray. Please, are we getting it? So believe me, a lot of things, God is watching you. Because he's already spoken. You see, when you understand this part of God, that is when you know that you will not, you will not joke with studying the word. Mm-hmm. And that is when you know that you also not joke with wisdom. Yeah. Amen. So it's a good thing we, we are attempting this great thing for God. We are just attempting it. There's a saying that says failure is part of success. Yes. It's true. Every success, what I've learned from pastors, of course, is in the world. But me, my role models are pastors. No one in the world is my role model. Yes. Amen. You see that a pastor who is successful easily shares his failures. It's those who are not successful don't share their failures. Not like they don't have failures. Because of whatever reason. Of course, some people still share their failures because they understand that it's part of it. Please, do you understand? Because, listen, (laughs) even if you don't learn, even if nothing, the experience that it will give you eh, is priceless. Yeah. When you go to war, sometimes you come battered. Oh, yes. Sometimes you come equipment damaged, souls lost, and things. In fact, that is what shows that you've been to war. Because it's not natural you go to war and come and all your equipment is. It's, it's not natural. <laughs> so there, there's a scripture that say. The one who goes to war is not the one who goes to war who boasts, but it is the one who has gone and returned and taken off his armor. Hallelujah. He boasts. Amen. There's a scripture. Amen. Because <laughs> you are going, there's no guarantee that you come back. There's no guarantee that you come with one eye or all your two legs. Yeah. Or you not come now a disabled. Uh-huh. So don't boast, but when you go and come, after experience, amen. So all I'm saying is, in connection to what we launched Tuesday, which is buying a church building for God, we are trying, we are attempting. Of course, not on our might or by our power, but in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Ghost. 
Of course, in alignment with the word of God. Because Jesus said, go and persuade them into my house, that my house may be filled. And he was talking about a physical habitation, a place of what? Meeting. Jesus said, go. He said, make disciples for me, teaching them all I have commanded you. You can never teach people all that the Bible has commanded if you don't have them at the place week by week, day by day, service by service, teaching them. Every teacher knows how long it takes to teach people. Oh, yes. It takes over 21 years. Oh, you see, you don't realize it. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. That's why when somebody becomes a Christian and they have to learn, you are carnal, you are, you are not spiritual, you have to learn, and they want to act like they know, they don't want to go through, they don't grow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you, you don't know. Yeah. Like now, now, now. Who should I use as an example? I should use you. <laughs> I'll use Janini. So now Janini is a teacher. But it took her 21 years at least of training in order for her to become a teacher. Yes. The moment she was born, she was began to be taught how to speak. When she went to class one, she was being taught how to read, how to calculate, to secondary school, to sixth form. It's a long process of teaching. If she missed any one of them, she would have never become a teacher. You yes. can never become a teacher if you miss this form. Yes. You can never read if you don't learn how to read when you were five, six, seven years old. Yeah. yeah. So you see that today she's a teacher, but over 21 years yeah. of teaching. Because if you don't go to uni, and the average year of graduating uni is what? So now you understand. And that is it with everything, but people don't realize it. Yeah. Mm hmm. So there's no rush in growing. You rush in studying and knowing. Once you know it, you know it, you grow. Mm -hmm. But it's a long process, depending on you. Depending on you, how you pass it, how you know it. You don't teach a child who is learning how to cook, how you make sauce, isn't it? You first of all teach, normally you teach him by baking those simple yeah. things. You don't start with the sources. <laughs> so how early she starts, the sources depend how well she learned the baking, those, you know. It's the same with everything. Yeah. What yeah. brought us into this? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I'm saying is we are attempting to achieve what? Process. Something yeah. great Amen. for God. We Amen. can never lose. So back it. Amen. Do your best. Just do all that you can do. Because that's all that matters. Don't say in your mind, in your heart, that it won't work. Yes. How, yeah, when you do that, what you are doing actually is you are declaring against what we are for. Yeah. You let's do it and let us see we did it. Amen. But it did not what? work. It, it's that simple. Yes. It's two different things. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Please, do you understand? Do your best. Put in your parts. And let's see what time will bring. Yes. We, we can never go wrong. Amen. We, we can't go wrong. Amen. 
And God will back us. God, God will back us. Amen. God will back us. Amen. His angels will back us. Amen. We can get one million Christians or good people who will donate. Amen. We can get it. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Jesus name. We can Amen. achieve it. Amen. So we are going to lift up yes. our voice and just pray to God uh, in connection to this scripture, uh, this teaching. Say, as we attempt this great thing, may he grant us success. May he make it fruitful. May it make it come to pass. Maka shokuto male masheke toha. Eleka baya masheke to mashaka toha. Ele mama mayanda broko shokuto Mama Yandaha, Ele Mama Yanda Broko Shokoto Mama Yanda Broha, Ele Mama Yanda Broko Shokoto Mashakatoha, Ele Mama Mama Yanda Broshundroha, Ele Mama Pray, pray for this campaign. Put it on the screen. Why is this on the screen? Buy a church building for the Lord, Ele Mama Yanda Broko Shokotoha, Ele Mama Yanda Broko Shotokoto Mama Yandaha, Ele Mama Yanda Broko Shokotoko Shokotoha, Ele Mama. Mama yando dobro shodero beruha, ele mama yando dobro kosho kotuha, ele mama yanda broko sho. Give me my phone, please. Ele mama yando dobro shodero beruha, ele mama yanda broko sho kuto masheke tuha. Le mazayon pray, pray for this campaigner. Buy a church building for the Lord. That may God use us to buy a church building for Him now. Ele mama yanda broko sho kotuha, ele mama yando dobro shodero beruha, ele mama yando Oh Lord, let this campaign be successful. Let this campaign be fruitful. Lord, help us, help us achieve this great thing for you. Holy Spirit, support. Support us, back us, lead us, make this campaign success, make the strategy success. You water it, water it. As you help Jeremiah, may you help us. As you use Jonathan and his armor bearer, may you use us. As you use Solomon, may you use us to build a church building, to buy a church building for you. Let all opposition weather, let all power saying no be destroyed. Ele makashaka to masheke toha. Ele mama mama yande de 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 ha. Ele kabayande de 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 ha. Ele kabayande de 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 ha. Ele kababayande de 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 ha. Le mama yanda broko shoko toha. Ele 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 mama yanda broko shoko toha. Le mama yande de 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 ha. Ele mama yande de broko Ele mama yando dobro shundero biroha. Ele mama mayanda broko shoko toha. Ele mama mayanda broko shoko toko toko toha. Ele mama yanda bro. Ele kabayando roha. Ele kabayanda broko shoko to mama yandereha. Ele mama katoko shoko to mama yandereha. Ele kabayanda broko shoko to mama yandereha. In the name of Jesus. Should we read Philippians? There's a scripture I want us to read. And may you never be this scripture. 
Amen. Philippians chapter 2, verse 21. Amen. Philippians chapter 2, verse 21. For everyone looks out for their own interests, not those of Jesus Christ. May this be far from you. May this be far from this church. But this is the state of the church. Yes. Even if if you look at this church, you see for those who come for the bread, who only seek the things of their own and not the things of Jesus Christ. Mm. You you see, Mm. it's like it's them. Yeah. It's the state of the kingdom. Yeah. But where is it? Put it on it the is. thing. But may it be far from us. Amen. The reason why we read this is I'm saying to say that as we embark on this mm-hmm. campaign, we are seeking out for the things of Christ. Amen. All the churches that recently was built by, let me use a current history. Methodist Church. Methodist Church. It was started by one person. All the churches are still in existence. He's dead and gone a long time. Many of them, their children are not even Christians anymore. Like their grand-grandchildren. Many of the churches you see here, the Baptist churches, when you look, you see 18-something, 19-something. They are gone, but he's still there. It wasn't for them. They were seeking the thing of Christ. Not many seek the things of Christ. Each man seek his own, but not the things of Jesus. You are not one of them in the name of Jesus. And may you never be one of them. But with you, nothing, there's nothing wrong if you seek yours, because you are. But don't forget to seek the things of God as well. Because he's counting on us. If we don't, there's no one on earth. Because everything on earth, he does it by humans, his people. So as we are looking, we are seeking for the things of God. You see, a big church, we can have our wedding. Not a big church, our own place. You can't, many, we were in a church, and one of the members was going to have a wedding. She said it, not like I'm thinking, she said it. Like uh, uh, She went to rent another church for a wedding because I can't bring people into this church. We used to be a scream. And I, I didn't say anything. That is the truth. Because everybody, when you have a guest, you want to go to a nice place, have your wedding. And the church was small in a, some, some area, some can area. Yeah, yeah. Our anniversaries, our children, dedications, our fellowship, the Sunday school, summer youth programs in the church christ-like activities to you own your place you can't do all this thing because you can't pay the rental fee you you can't even lessons teaching the children paying somebody to teach them how to play instrument if once a day or even once a week or something you can't you don't have the space you can't you can't you can't both spiritually and physically the necessity and the importance is so great yes you start from a place 
But it doesn't mean remain in that place and don't move forward. We are meant to move forward. We are meant to be better than the better. Please do we get it. Father, I thank you. I give you glory into your hands. I commit all this word that I've preached. I pray thee that water it for us. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books, and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com. God bless you.